Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everyone, to the 159th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms of Teens podcast. I'm Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show. Before we get into the importance of staying grounded, I wanted to tell you a little bit about Chapter 8 in my upcoming book, Dial Up the Dream, Make Your Daughter's Journey to Adulthood the Best for Both of You. Chapter 8 is titled, The Mom Crisis. The mom crisis doesn't usually happen when your daughter graduates from high school. It happens later, when she has her degree and is about to start her new life. She's not coming home for the summer anymore, and she has just gotten her first apartment, or she has just met that person she wants to marry. The mom crisis is when you don't feel needed anymore, and then you start to feel the big loss. This is actually what you've wanted for your daughter all along. She's finally independent and doesn't need you, and yet it stings. And then you start reassessing your life, especially your life as a mom. Was I a good mom or a bad mom? Was it worth it? The resentment can ride in. After all I have given, all I have sacrificed, I gave up my career, and now my husband expects me just to get a job? What am I going to do with my life? Is it too late? Am I too old? What I talk about in this chapter is that no one gets out of motherhood unscathed. In other words, mothering is hard, and you come out of it with some scars, In this chapter, I have you start your first draft of your mom's story, looking at what was hard about parenting your daughter. Where were you disappointed? Where do you beat yourself up? Where do you need to forgive yourself or your daughter? You have invested so much in your daughter. It's important to really own your mothering story. To really own your story helps you have compassion for yourself Even if no one validates your feelings or your story, you can, and that's enough. Does anyone have a daughter who's about to graduate from high school or is in college? Then I would love you to join me May 5th for my Dial Up the Dream online event. When you pre-order my book, Dial Up the Dream, I will give you a free ticket to this online event. Come and be with other like-minded mothers who want more for their relationship and their daughters. Not only will I talk about how to move past the mom crisis, I will also have fun guests and giveaways. The Dial Up the Dream online event will encourage you, energize you, and give you practical takeaways. Sign up now at dialupthedream.com. Go to ColleenOGrady.com and put May 5th in your calendar. Again, all you need to do is pre-order Dial Up the Dream and you get a free ticket to my May 5th event. All right, let's get started. Do you know what can make moms invincible? It's when moms stay grounded, anchored, or centered. Now, if you are like most moms, you have a big to-do list. My guess is that to stay grounded or anchored or centered is not on the top of your daily to-do list. 
it probably is not on your list at all. So what do I mean by being grounded? Again, you can call it centered or anchored. It's when you are deeply rooted in yourself, in your clarity and in your values, in your spirituality and faith. And when you are rooted, you are present to the world around you and to your emotions, and you are grounded in your body. Being grounded is like a strong oak tree with deep, deep roots. Even when hurricane winds start to blow, the tree remains stable. Yeah, it might lose some leaves or some twigs, but it stands strong, even in the worst of storms, even adolescent storms. Another metaphor for being grounded is being anchored. Again, you stay steady, even though there is turbulence all around you. Being grounded definitely affects your energy. Your energy is grounded. When your energy is grounded, people want to be around you. Grounded energy is a calm and loving energy. And this will make more sense when I talk about what your energy looks like when you are not grounded. It's very challenging for moms to stay grounded, and here's why. Because everyone is pulling for our attention. How many times a day do you hear, Mom! 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 Every time you hear, Mom! Your energy gets a little more splattered. Mom! Where are my shoes? Mom! There's nothing to eat. Mom! I need you to take me to practice. And of course, you can add your partner to the mix, your work, your mother, etc. You're pulled to get things done on your to-do list. So many people and so many things that have to get done are pulling for your attention. Every time someone yells, Mom, one or more of your roots gets pulled out of the ground. And when everyone keeps pulling on you day after day, you lose your roots, your groundedness, and you feel wobbly. Another reason that it can be challenging for moms to stay grounded is because we don't put being grounded as a top priority. Our top priority is being productive, getting things done. When you have 30 minutes open up in your schedule, do you think, yay, I will spend some time journaling and doing some meditation? Or do you think, I can run to the grocery store, and on the way home, I can stop by the cleaners, and then right next to the cleaners, I can pick up some birdseed. Oh, and then I'll have a few minutes to drive through the car wash. 99.9% of moms will choose getting things off their list over doing things that will help them get centered or stay grounded. Now, let's say that you have the family over. Are you spending time thinking about how can I stay grounded while my sister and her husband and kids are at my house? Or are you being the ultimate hostess and making sure that your family has everything they need? So you make another run to the grocery store and do more laundry. Start polling the family for where everyone is going to go to dinner. But typically, you factor yourself out of the equation and you start to feel uprooted. So often in these situations, when we start to lose that grounded energy, our energy starts to look like those swirling dust storms in New Mexico. Our energy gets pulled out of us and our minds start racing with 2,999 items that need to get done. Even though we are tired, we don't slow down. We speed up and we become whirling dervishes. 
or often our grounded energy gets sucked out of us by the constant requests all day long. So what happens when you are not grounded? Well, you're more in your head than in your body. What that looks like is you are more prone to worry about even the smallest of things. You can overthink conversations and replay them in your head, especially with your teen. You think, how could she say that to me after I just took her to get her driver's license? What did my husband mean when he said, I don't care? What's going to happen to my son when I give him his phone back? Why hasn't my friend texted me back? What's going on with her? When you don't feel grounded, you feel spaced out. You can feel foggy. It's hard to recall details and names of people, even your closest friends. Being on your phone all the time definitely doesn't help you stay grounded and You're not really present with anyone in your house because you're on the phone. You might forget to pay your credit card bill. Forget to pick your daughter up at school. Your closets are getting out of control. You miss appointments and forget that your daughter needed you to drive her to dance rehearsal. It's not like you are intentionally blowing these things off. It's just not even in your head or your awareness. When you are not grounded, you are not connected to your own needs or what you want or your own preferences, and this impacts your decisions. It's really hard to make decisions about even small things. They ask you where you want to go for dinner, and you just keep saying, I don't care, whatever you want. When you're not grounded, you're not on top of your parenting. You're not consistent with your rules about the phone at night. Your teen pushes you to let him go out with a group of friends that you're really not comfortable with. And because you have a lot on your mind, you just let him go, even though your wiser self would have never said yes. When you are not grounded, you don't make good decisions for the very reason that you are not grounded in your clarity and intuition. When you have 55 things spinning in your mind, you really never get a solid instinct, a knowing, or even reason if this is a good decision or not. If you are not grounded, you stop caring how you look. You start wearing the same yoga pants all week and just pull your hair back every day. When you're not grounded, you break your own promises. Promises like, I'm going to start eating healthy meals. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. I'm going to get my 10,000 steps in every day. When you're not grounded, you don't even know that you've fallen off the wagon, so to speak. You just forget your promises and those agreements that you've made. When you're not grounded, you are not kind to yourself, and you are definitely not kind to your body. You don't even know if you are exhausted because you keep pushing yourself. You don't give yourself any downtime. You don't ever really get to rest. When you are not grounded, you don't notice the beauty around you, the sunsets, the azaleas blooming in your backyard, the trees greening, the red buds and the dogwoods blooming. You don't taste your food, and you definitely don't delight in it. You eat fast and you eat too much. When you're not grounded, you could be doing, quote, fun things, and even then you aren't really enjoying yourself. It could be a wonderful evening out with your friends. 
or on your dream vacation, but you're not able to fully enjoy the moment and be present. You are worrying if everyone else is happy. When you're not grounded, you reach for something that will make you feel better, but really it only numbs you out. And that could be food, alcohol, binge watching shows, scrolling through Facebook and Instagram or TikTok, or shopping. None of these things will ground you. They just numb you out. When you're not grounded in yourself, you become more dependent on others for you to feel good about yourself. You feed off of others' appreciation of you to be happy. You need your teens to do well in school and hit the mark and follow your rules. But because your mind is racing all the time, you are not really truly present with how your teen is really doing. You miss those opportunities and little moments to hang out with them. This sets you up to need more from others. You need their affirmation, and if you don't get it, you can become highly sensitive. This opens the doors to arguments and conversations that can easily spin out of control. Yes, this dials up the drama. If you're not grounded, you are not anchored to yourself and therefore more reactive to others. When you're not grounded, you end up saying too much and not filtering your thoughts. It's easy for critical comments to pop out of your mouth all day long. When you're grounded, you may feel those thoughts, but you don't say them out loud. One teen told me once that her mom was just on her back all day long, criticizing her. When I asked her if she could give me an example, she said, I was in the kitchen getting my coffee and my mom said, really, you need two creamers in your coffee? Those kind of comments are not really necessary, and they're not going to bring you and your daughter closer together. Now, if you're grounded, you may still think those thoughts, but you have more self-control and you just won't blurt those things out. A while ago, my daughter and her boyfriend came to spend the weekend with me, and she lives about three hours away, and I was excited to spend time with them. They got in town early Friday afternoon, and I worked till about 5.15 that day, and then went out to dinner with them. The next day, we left the house early and went to a farmer's market and had a steady stream of activity all day long through the evening. I was having a great time with them. The next day, my daughter and I were getting a cup of coffee, and she asked if I was all right, that I seemed really anxious and distracted. I told her, no, I was great and I was really enjoying my time with them. So I asked her, why? Well, you just don't seem like yourself. And to be honest, that irritated me. And I wanted to say, after all those things I've done for you, but I kept that to myself. And then she asked me, are you staying grounded? Now, my daughter is certified in yoga and meditation, and she's super tuned into her energy and mine. And at first, I told her defensively, yes, I'm staying grounded. But then I paused and remembered that I had gone from meeting to meeting on Friday and then left the house early Saturday with her and her boyfriend. So that whole day, I was making sure that they were having fun, but I hadn't paid attention to what I needed. 
I had just come off a huge busy week and I really needed some time in the morning to be quiet so I could get grounded. This exchange between my daughter and I, though it was not pleasant, was a huge aha for me. If I was going to have an amazing visit with my daughter, and those weekends are very precious to me since we don't live in the same city, then the most important thing for me to do is to make sure that I am centered, rested, and grounded. And that means taking care of my needs and putting being grounded on the top of my list. It would be the best use of my time instead of making another run to the grocery store. The grocery store can wait. And I will say, moms, that our vibe is everything. Who wants to be around anxious, stressed out, spaced out energy? That is something, moms, we can take complete responsibility for. We aren't responsible for our teens' energy, only our own. All of us gravitate towards people who are grounded, present, peaceful, joyful, steady, and at rest. So I'm making a case here that you need to put staying grounded on the top of your priority list. Staying grounded keeps you in touch with all the amazing parts of yourself. You're clear-headed, you have perspective, you haven't given your power away, you feel more confident, you make better decisions, you are in touch with your preferences, you are in touch with your body and what it needs, you are in touch with your intuition, you worry less, you are more rested, other people's moods don't affect you as much, an eye roll or sassy comment is easier to ignore. Things can fall apart, but you will be much better equipped to handle whatever is coming against you if you are grounded. You are more clear and stronger with defiant teens. You are more consistent. You are better at problem solving. You have more creative solutions. You are more relaxed. You are much better able to watch what you say and be more strategic in your communication. And the main reason you want to stay grounded is that you can enjoy your life and your family, and even your teens. So then the million-dollar question is, how do you stay grounded? You may be listening and think, I don't have time to stay grounded. I have too much to do. Well, actually, being grounded helps you be more efficient with your time. So the first thing I will say is that there's no right way to stay grounded. You find the way that works for you. I will say that having rituals and routines every day are one of the best ways to stay grounded. For me, I have a morning ritual and evening ritual, and I'm constantly tweaking them. And I'm definitely not perfect. I am not a super early riser, and I wish I was, but when I do get out of bed, I'm pretty foggy. So I go for a walk first and get my body moving, then get my coffee then I might read, say my affirmations, have a time of meditation and prayer and journal. I always take my dog for a walk in the evenings, which is calming for me. Sometimes in the evenings I do a little yoga or I may take a bath with candles and soothing music. So find your own version of this that works for you. But I will say, besides having predictable routines and rituals, you want to make sure you have some space during the day. Even taking a five-minute pause 
two to three times a day can make a big difference. Just stay in the bathroom a little longer. Or instead of rushing into the house after work, take five minutes to sit in the driveway. What is disappearing in our modern world is downtime. Downtime is not a luxury. It really is a necessity. A neuroscientist said sleep is to the body as downtime is to the brain. Downtime, i.e. space, is disappearing because of our phones, that we are addicted to our phones. So what do you do if you have five minutes before a meeting? Well, most of us will just pull out our phones and start scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or looking at pictures, checking the weather. Scrolling through your phone is not downtime because your brain is taking in more and more input. You need downtime slash space to feel your feelings or even know what you are thinking. Scrolling through Instagram just gives you more to obsess over. I'm a big fan of journaling, and I think the best way to start journaling is with your burning question like, why do I feel so stressed today? What am I worried about? How could I be kind to myself today? What do I truly want? Or what's bothering me? So write down your burning question at the top of the page and then free write for the next 10 to 20 minutes. The journaling helps you synthesize your day and helps you name what's right under your consciousness or under your nose. Another way you can stay grounded is to anchor to your intention. When you are not grounded, you are just reacting to everyone you come in contact with, and you lose touch with the real you and what you want or what you even care about. So you can create a one-word intention. Pick a word that is a reminder of what you really want for the week. It could be a word like patient, joyful, observant, focused, and actually my word of the week is grounded. You can also have a one-sentence intention that starts with, I choose or I intend. Like, I intend to take one action every day that will keep me grounded, or I choose to take one action every day to keep me grounded. Then you can turn your intention into a question. What action can I take today that will keep me grounded? Your intention is a reminder for what you really want in your life that you wouldn't naturally do. You can write your intention on an index card, put it on a sticky note in your car or on your bathroom mirror. I just got finished listening to an Unlocking Us episode where Brene Brown interviews Karen Walrand. Karen offered three questions that can help you become grounded, and they are, how can I feel connected today? How can I feel healthy today? And... How can I feel purposeful today? I think these are great questions that can ground you. So moms, if you agree with me that being grounded will help you reconnect with your life and your family and your teen, and that it will help you feel like yourself again and make you a better mom, then I would strongly encourage you to take action. And you don't have to start meditating an hour a day, but you can start doing some breathing exercises for five minutes or do 10 minutes of journaling or take a walk. What would you be willing to commit to this week that will help you stay more anchored? 
I'd like you to make a commitment and now write it in your schedule. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. If this podcast has been helpful, I would absolutely love it if you could go to Apple Podcasts and give Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast a five-star review. This makes it easier for other moms like you to find the support and encouragement they need. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.